just in case you didn't get it from the scriptures, God is in Jesus, Jesus is in God, and God is in us, and he loves us, and God loves him, and God loves us, and God, if we love one another, we love God. You, you got that a little repetitive, but uh, very poetically written by John. Probably sounded a lot um, more flowing in the Aramaic, in the original language, but we get the message. And, you know, we're, we're looking at the Paschal candle here. We're right on the brink of all of that coming together on Pentecost. So that's all this is leading up to. So the readings today remind us that we are one in God and that if we love one another, we're loving Jesus. If we love Jesus, we're loving the Father, and the Father loves us. I mean, it's, it's quite a neat package. And it's not that complicated. It got, got a little complicated with the words there. But it's not that complicated. We have to reflect God to one another. And God responds by giving us his son, Jesus. But I want to focus on the Acts of the Apostles today and, and the responsorial psalm, which refers back only by, by reference to the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, um, Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. That was, I think, the bottom line that Paul had going for him. God in him, and God was his hope. He was, he was put through hell. I mean, really. He's a Jew, and as a Jew, he was persecuting the Christians. Christ appears to him and throws him off his horse. Okay, there's beaten number one. He's blinded, goes into Jerusalem, and Ananias prays over him, and his blindness is healed. Then, then the, the Christians themselves, they, they remember him as a terrorist. They don't like him, and they do everything to, to upend his, his work. And now, so now you have the Christians hating him. You have the Jews absolutely hating him. And he's a Pharisee, born of a Pharisaic family, so he has contacts. He's also a Roman citizen. So he has more contacts, political contacts. All of those people hated him. The Romans hated him. The Jews hated him. The Pharisees hated him. The Sadducees hated him. The apostles were so-so until Peter really said, open your eyes, he's doing God's work. And they hated him. Poor Paul. I mean, talk about being safe. Knowing God was with him, he's going to hell. And God is with him. See, now, we know that by retrospect, looking back. But as he's going to hell... He has, and I can't speak for him, he has within him the knowledge that what he's doing is God's will. From the time he fell off the horse and Jesus said, why are you persecuting me, to this reading, and subsequently after this, Jerusalem and Rome, and there he loses his head. So you see, he didn't have a very bright future once he became a Christian. He was rather ragged. We pray today for healing of all our families and friends. We pray for peace in the world. I wear a vestment from Uganda that Lucy brought back. We pray for our persecuted Christians in many areas of Africa and Asia and the United States. So right from the beginning, Christians did not have it easy. Christians are always being the ones who are going to be targeted. Last week, there was a big controversy about the, a stupid baseball game in Los Angeles. 
and I'm not even going to give it, I wouldn't even give it the honor to give details for that, who were going to be the guests. And finally, they withdrew that invitation. The bottom line is the invitation was a, a direct affront to the Catholic Church. And it's not unique. The Catholic Church is being persecuted everywhere. And the more we stand up for who we are, the more we're going to be persecuted. The more we pray out loud, we're going to be persecuted. More and more groups of Catholics, and the Pope refers to them as ecclesial communities and throughout the world. Ecclesial communities are little groups, not parishes, but little groups of Catholics who have their own charism and gather to pray and to uh, worship the Blessed Sacrament, pray to Mary, pray to a particular saint that they have devotion to. And more and more Catholics are, quote, rebelling against the world by gathering publicly, out loud, in public, in the streets. And that's what, Paul did not stay away from that. That's what Paul did. And he encouraged the followers, the apostles, to do the same, to the point where they were taken very seriously, and because God stayed with them, taken very seriously, they were focused on what they had to get done, proclaim Jesus, believe in Jesus, share their belief with one another. They all were martyred. Talk about the apostles. And many Christians today are being martyred because of our faith in, in Jesus Christ. Go back to Paul. The Spirit was within him. And he tells you why he's being on trial there, which is not a big deal for us. There was a controversy between the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin did not believe in life after death. Pharisees did. Paul happens to be a Pharisee who's a Christian. And you know he believes in life after death because he met Jesus Christ. So he's fighting for that. He's standing up for that. And for that, he's being condemned. Sound familiar? Just as we stand up for our faith, we're going to be condemned. It hasn't got, well, I was going to say, it hasn't gotten to the point of martyrdom yet in our own country. And I don't know about that. But I know certain, how many of our churches have been desecrated. How many churches completely destroyed in our own country and definitely in other parts of the world, in communist China. Absolutely. Can't even worship. Because you believe in Jesus Christ. And yet we go on because as Paul did and as, as, as we sponsorial some, reminds us he'll keep us safe because he's our hope. And that's amazing. To live through the torture, to live through the, the, the illness, to, to live through the challenges and persecution, holding on to hope, which cannot be seen. You'll hear that in the, in the readings this coming week. We hold on to a hope that cannot be seen. Yet we know that God keeps us safe because the hope we hold on to is Jesus Christ, who's left us elements of tangible faith, the Gospels, the actual Gospels. Faith in Jesus comes across to us in the Gospels, the, the written and read word. The Eucharist, tangible presence of Jesus with us. So important. And when we pray based on his word, even at home alone, 
where two or three are gathered in his name, he's with us. So our hope really is alive, and it's up to us to keep that, pope, that pope, hope activated. And the Pope is a certain, certainly a good example of that. Through all of the, what the world's going through, he gets up there on his Angelus on Sunday, and even through his audiences, encourages us to hold on to Jesus and share him with others. Not only in word, but in action and in prayer. Today we hold on to the Lord because we know he keeps us safe and is our hope.